everybody. Welcome back to Matt Goes to the Movies. We are rolling along here with Halo streaming on Paramount+. Plus. We are up to episode six, and one that I was looking forward to uh, coming off of the latest episode, which was a, a nice change of pace for me. I have certainly not enjoyed this show uh, up until last week's episode, and I was really looking forward to you know, seeing what they were going to do and follow up with the aftermath of uh, a really, you know, uh, big, important battle that seemed to, you know, have consequences uh, going forward. So I was really excited to see what they were going to bring to the table. And Rob, I know you felt the same. It was it was nice to actually talk about Halo in a in a positive light. So looking forward to seeing you know if you think it continued this week yeah we we both i think were really excited that we finally got something that felt like what we were expecting um we got some real halo moments uh from last week's episode and it ended on such a, a phenomenal i mean the, it was a really well constructed battle scene um so coming into this week, you know, we finally went from uh, Halo Combat Avoided to Halo Combat Evolved a little. And could could this week catch up? And it wasn't just the fact that we had a battle. Don't get me wrong. That, that was something we really needed from this show. That's what people are expecting out of a show like this. But we also actually had some of the other plot threads actually start to get interesting last week, start to really be very compelling. Uh, certain things that didn't work before started to kind of work. Uh, so were they able to keep that going for this week? I think was the big question. And I got to be honest, I had my doubts. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm very I'm very excited to get into this because we have not spoken word one about this episode in the last several days, which is which is strange. So I'm, I'm curious uh, to hear what your thoughts are, because I have thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we we certainly have not given each other any indication of how we feel about this episode. So with that being said, let's let's get into it and let's go to our watch rating for this episode where very simple system. We're just going to rank this, whether it is a low, medium or high watch rating for this show uh, specifically for this episode. And Rob, I'll go first and I'll let you close out with your thoughts where we're going to give a couple, you know, spoiler free thoughts. And this is an episode for me that continued um, from last week and capturing my interest. And I will say what I'm, what I am shocked at um, as to why I actually like this episode is because it goes right back to some of the things that you and I have been verbally, you know, forthright with about our dislike for this show. This is not a combat episode. It, it goes right back to a, a lot of, I don't even want to call it exposition because I feel what they're talking about in this episode is necessary. It was engaging for me. Uh, for me, exposition is like, well, we've got nothing. So you're, you know, you're almost too stupid to understand what would be going on. So we just got to dump a lot of stuff on you. Uh, I felt like a lot of the dialogue was, was needed. The scenes, I feel that. Master Chief, once again, this is a second straight episode where I'm actually starting to, I, I guess not a, a fan is just, you know, premature, but I like what this actor is bringing to the table. I feel he was more relatable. He's shown more range in these past two episodes than he did in all previous um, of the four that have come before. And, and these are things that I really like. And I got to tell you that ending Boy, that had me kind of, you know, I, I was like, oh, my God, there's like what like what's happening. And it even had me questioning whether or not what one character's true motives. There's a couple of characters that you can question, like what's actually going on. Uh, but the one that I'll talk about when we're in, in spoilers, I, I kind of question what exactly that person's l plan is. And has it maybe changed with the events that have happened? So. I actually think this is I didn't get to rewatch this uh, because I was just able to get my watch today. Um, I would watch this episode again. I consider this one actually high, uh, which is two weeks in a row 
that I would suggest rewatching this episode. So what's interesting about that is um, I had watched this uh, Thursday night when it came out with my son. Um, he actually didn't like it um, because I think he wanted more of the battle scene we got last week. Um, I think he was hoping for a lot more of that, actually. So he was really bummed out. Um, I am also going to give this a high rating. And I was low-key a little nervous that you were going to hate this and I was going to be on an island liking this uh, on my own. Um, look, it's 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 a high rating for me because there are a lot of things that actually really start to work. Um, even without any, any rounds of ammunition being fired once again, there's things happening that I want to know more about. There's some of the things they've been setting up. Look, I don't think that even the last two weeks where things have been very effective the behind the the behind the lines kind of drama has actually been very effective and, and compelling. And we actually care about some of these things now. And we start to care about some of these characters. I don't think any of it excuses the problems you and I had with the first four weeks of this series. Um, the things that didn't work still don't work and aren't or still really aren't largely justified by the things that have started to work. But I'm very interested in seeing what's what's going to keep going on. Um, there's, there's a couple of characters that have really captured my attention, um, and, and really are going to spin this series forward to the point where I kind of feel like if you've, if you're somebody who tuned out after the first two weeks or have heard mixed reviews and aren't sure if you're going to get into this or not, um, go ahead and get into this, like, go ahead and give this a shot. I, I think you'll be, you'll be happy that you eventually did, um, you know, my, my hot take for this right now is uh, I'm into this show. Like after there's one scene in particular that tipped me into saying, yeah, I'm, I'm into this show now. Like I consider myself a fan of this show and I don't know that I would have felt confident describing myself that way prior to it. And it's actually very early into the episode that the scene happens where I'm going, where I went, okay, that's it. I'm into this now. I can see where they're going. I like it. Yeah, I, you know, I'm glad because I wasn't sure, like we said, we didn't give each other any, <laughs> you know, any Nothing. indication of, of how we felt. And, you know, much like last episode, I was feeling like really good. You know, the first four episodes, I, you know, truth be told, I didn't feel good coming on and being like, OK, time to time to talk and time to record because, you know, it's different, Rob, when you and I are talking about, you know, when we did X-Men Origins Wolverine or Batman and Robin or <laughs> so, you know, so bad they're good. Right. You know, th there's a difference between doing that and being like, yeah, it's fun to just sit there and laugh and, and rip on these things. And but then, you know, when there's it's something that you were looking forward to, like it just didn't feel good coming on and being like all I, like because what fun like there's no fun in just bashing something that you want that you wanted to like it. It just it doesn't feel good. It's not funny. Um, so to be able to have another episode where it's like, yeah, I'm excited to talk about what actually transpired um, feels pretty darn good. So I was excited to, you know, hit the record button here tonight. And, you know, let's just talk about that. Let's let's move into to popcorn time where we're going to break down and have heavy spoilers. And, you know. I'm just going to start off with saying the one thing that I'm just really digging the past two episodes is Master Chief, uh, regardless of what version we're getting. I really enjoy what's going on. I love the scene where he traps um, Dr. Halsley inside that room and is like trying to figure out how much like control Cortana has over him. And I found myself like, like nervous, so to speak, like on edge, like, okay, what's going to happen is Cortana going to shut him down again. Like, is she going to side with master chief? Like, where's it going? And the way that they're building this relationship, I feel like the steps that they've taken in this episode too, and even subtle things that happen towards the end of it with Cortana, the way she kind of looked, I like how they're building this relationship. I'm starting to get a feel of like, by the time master chief and Cortana are you know the version that we know of them i'm going to be super invested in how they actually came to be 
a pair, so to speak. I, I feel these past two episodes have done a really good job and make me excited to see them as the as the group that I am aware of them from the video games. Yeah, where she kind of functions as you know partial mission control. She's uh, she's Ned, right? She's the guy in the chair. Um, she does that for him, but so much more too. Um, I'm I'm also interested to see what goes on there. The whole UV con- decontamination system trap. Um, first of all, why does he know about this? That just seems like a weird, arbitrary thing for him to know. Like this, like they never fix that glitch, you know. Like and he still knows about it. Like that, like that felt just easy. Like this episode isn't perfect, right? Like I'm going to have some complaints about certain things, and I'm sure you're going to have things that that didn't work for you, because uh, there are some things here that still don't work, but. You know, the setup to the scene was bad. The scene, that's the one that I mentioned earlier that when this was done, I felt confident saying, I'm into this show now. The the writing, the performances from a, a couple of different things here. Um, John, Halsey, Cortana, and the animation they used for Cortana. Not just Jen Taylor's vocal performance, but the actual animation used for Cortana. All four of those things working together really were it's i'm gonna say outside of the two battles we've gotten this has been the most effective and most compelling and best scene of the series and i don't think it's even close Uh, you know i i really like the opening battle i definitely like the last battle then we have this where you're like okay this is where it starts to get good yeah no i i totally agree and you know it's funny because yeah there's a couple of minor things that I had with this episode, but all of the things that I previously, uh, I should say most of them that I had problems with in the previous episodes, I actually enjoyed and thought they made sense with what was going on. I even enjoyed the, you know, the, what I would call like almost the political aspect of this episode. Um, A couple of them were, you know, a little ham fisted, but I enjoyed Halsley, like still behind the scenes, like tapping into things, but her getting, you know, kicked out and black, like blackballed from the program. I thought those things were really well done. I thought them spying on master chiefs, uh, you know, interrogation, uh, and Halsley's interrogation. Then when master chief comes into the room, like those are all things that I have not liked in previous episodes. And for whatever reason, those things just seemed to really work for me. I I don't know if you feel the same on all of those aspects, Rob, but those are things that I have not been able to stomach in in the previous four episodes. Yeah. So uh, there's, most of that I'm going to come along with 100%. Um, the, you know, we'll kind of talk about it now. The scene where he comes into the interrogation room and confronts her. What I think was really interesting to watch in that scene was John is really feeling his emotions, you know, holy for the first time that he can remember, that he actually has real memories of. So he's, he's running through these experiences while he has just gotten out of a battle. He's just, you know, had to pull people's like bits off of him. Um, he's lost the artifact, you know, and he knows it's his fault. He watched one of his teammates nearly die. You know, that whole opening was really just kind of like the, the fog of war overtaking him and also him almost kind of in the moment dealing with PTSD of, of what just happened, like in the moment almost. Uh, and then he's still confronting this betrayal by somebody who was supposed to be like his sensei, almost like his guru, like the, the queen mother, like, and he's feeling that betrayal. So he, he's approaching her from this. And the whole time I'm watching this, Halsey seems like she is seven steps ahead of him. Like this is a speech she's rehearsed before. She's she already knows what her mm-hmm. next line is. She's written this out. She has this on note cards in her desk drawer somewhere that she's been practicing. And she's been practicing this much more recently as as the artifact continues to work with him 
and evoke things from him. And she can tell that he doesn't trust her. She's been rehearsing this and fine tuning this even more. And it is so obvious in that scene that that's how they're playing it. This is not the first time she said those words. Right. And she just grabs him by the nose and leads him through it. And he falls with it hook, line and sinker. Um, that's the, like, this is really where some of that stuff that they've been trying to do and kind of falling flat on their face, largely um, up, you know, not including last week, it's actually starting to pay off. Um, now right. later on, some of the council drama, I actually, I gotta say, I think some of the council drama, that's like my second least favorite plot point behind largely completely behind the, the Quan Ha stuff. I don't care about any of that. We, we already know that you and I both hate that yep. after that, most of this council in fighting, I think most of those actors aren't really actually very good to begin with. Like I just like most of them annoy me every time they're on screen and I'm, I just can't wait for that kind of to get over and get on to the next thing. Like that stuff I'm not interested in like at all, really. So the, the only part I didn't like is when the four of them, well, I think it was like six total were in the room and they were like, nobody's going you know, the, the one spoke up and was like, I have to agree with, I can't remember his name. Cause I was like, all right, this part, I don't really care about, but anything yeah. that, you know, when it involved keys or any, like, I like that part, but yeah, that, that one scene uh, where it was like the six of them in the room, I really did yeah. not, I, I really did not care for it. The other aspects, the smaller, like personal ones I liked. And with Halsley, um, the, what I like too is she was like you said, she seems like seven steps ahead. Like I've already seen what happens. Like I've already watched this play out and I've come back to make sure it ends the way I want to. Like this isn't going how you want it to go. Like this conversation is happening because I want it to. But what I liked about her and her responses to master chief and then even her responses to her daughter, I, like I actually not that I like her, but I believe her the, the like, yeah, she understands like I've sacrificed my humanity to try and save humanity. Like she's one of those people where like I'm starting to be like, yeah, for her, the ends justify the means. And she's actually really believable. And I actually appreciated yeah. that in this episode that, you know what? And I, I forgot the exact line that she says, but it you know it's something to the effect of like all radical ideas are thought of as like crazy until everybody sees the benefits down the road. Like you're gonna think right now that I'm insane and that it's not worth it, and that's fine. I can live with that. I know this isn't for me. Like what I'm doing right now isn't gonna benefit me, and it's not supposed to. But if I don't do this you're not going to see like you're not going to see anything and i actually appreciate that i i think that actually fleshes her whatever happened i like again i don't know but whatever has happened in these last two episodes for that switch to flip that actually makes me identify with her so to speak and appreciate her character before i was like this is like i hate to say it, like this is just some jerk like I don't care she, like, but I'm just, I'm starting to, again, not agree with her, but understand like her commitment to what she thinks is the right thing. Halsey has, they've been kind of sprinkling the, the seeds of this a little bit here, a little bit there this week. I really crystallized around the idea that she's like part John Hammond. She's part Dr. Frankenstein part Dr. Moreau. She's part Victor Conti, which if you don't, that that name doesn't like ring a bell right away. Remember Balco when like Barry Bonds yep. had the cream in the clear. I listened to an interview with Victor Conti one time where he basically talked about it and they were going so fast to just see what they could do. Like what could they actually achieve that? He said that they never really stopped to realize like what they had done until they were already so deep into it that they couldn't really turn back. And it's it very right. much speaking of John Hammond very much reminds me of that scene that, uh, you know, Dr. Ian Malcolm says you never like you were so obsessed with figuring out if you could or couldn't that you never stopped to think if you should. Right. And, and she's got that part of her. She's she's so she's part Victor Conti part Lex Luthor 
part CIA director from the worst programs of the Cold War era, and maybe like a little dusting of Thanos in there too. Like, you know, like I'm doing, like I'm going to kill half of you so the other half can live. (laughs) Like maybe not quite half, but I'm going to kill a couple of Flash clones (laughs) so that everybody else can live. Like she's got some of that in her and I find her to be so compelling and and I'm, I'm thinking about all of these like other fictional characters that it feels like her inspirations are drawn from. It occurs to me she's the first female version of this type of character that I can think of, unless there's one I'm missing that you can think of. And I just find that even more compelling about her. Yeah, not to this, not to the degree. And she even talks about it where, you know, she's like, so you kill hundreds. And she's like, yeah, to save billions. Like in her mind, it's literally like it's an equation like i what i have done has killed you know w- when you think about how many people i've like how many people have probably been saved because i made the spartan program and we have them my death rate is i don't know f- 0.5% or one <laughs> like yeah. you know what i mean like my death rate is 1% like what i have done sure it's a, it's 1% but, you know, like, go look at these people freaking execution style shooting people in the head. Like, I, you know, I, that's she not. She sees it as perfectly balanced as all right, things should it, be. Right. Not, not, <laughs> right, not even per, like not even perfectly balanced. She is like, it's way more in my favor. Like, I'm doing way more good than bad here. Like my one percent to save in billions of people. Like, what are you even talking to me about? Yeah, she's definitely got that attitude where like, how is this not more obvious to you? Like, how is this obvious only to me? How can, why, why are we even having this conversation? Because, uh, duh. Right. It's, um, there's a second time where she delivers a speech that she's already pre-written and we kind of talked about it a little bit already, but when she's speaking to her daughter and she actually tries to speak to her a little bit as her daughter, I felt like. And I was trying, I was trying to figure it out the first time and I, and I watched it the second time to try to really get into that. Is it 20% real and 80% BS, 20, 80% calculated? Is it more than 20% that she's actually real or is it less? Like I was really trying to figure that out because this is a speech she's had in the Mm -hmm. hopper for a while. She's had this one prepared. She knew at some point she was going to probably get caught with something. And she was probably going to have to address Miranda in some way. This was this was another one that she had one hundred percent practiced. I don't know. What did you right. think of that? Was it was it twenty percent real? So I, I was going to go maybe like fifteen eighty five, where yeah, I was just like, okay, part of this, you know, even before you know the reveal with the the contact and everything, you know, I'm like, all right, part of this is BS. And part of this, though, part of it, I feel is true, but she know, like she, you know, she's made her peace with it's it's too little too late. Once this gets like when I finally do get caught, it's too little too late. So I don't need to like I don't need to try and beg for forgiveness from John, from my daughter, like because it's not going to work like what I have done there's going to be no coming back from. So what I need to do is I just need to be pff, not cold hearted about it, but like, I just need to be like, look, this is how it is. And you can think whatever you want, but this is what has to happen. And I think that real part is, you know, deep down inside it does, you know, she realizes that she has strained a relationship that she'll never get back. But again, to her, she has to do it. So I think part of it is real. Um, but she's just made, you know, she's made peace with that. Yeah. I, I think it's, she wipes a tear away and, you know, credit to, um, credit to the actress, because I, I think what's really interesting about that is like, you come away from it, not really knowing the answer, like how right. much of that was actual real emotion on, on her part and how much like she plays it so well that you're just left with that question. And I got to say in the future, when, when Halsey and keys are in a scene together again, um, 
as as the events continue to to spiral and more things become uncovered, or she continues to try to use Cortana to infiltrate and give her information, um, that's I that's going to be really interesting. At some point, I think we'll see a situation where Miranda's in real jeopardy, and and we'll have to see if Halsey actually gives a damn or not. I, I think we'll I think we'll see something like that. Right, and I, I think the um you know you just mentioned Cortana. I think there's going to be more of a a definitive moment where Cortana is going to decide. And that's why I'm like, I'm really excited about what I perceive is happening with her developing relationship with with Master Chief as she kind of starts to, I feel, evolve herself, Cortana. And she's going to have to make a decision about where she's going and I just I feel like these last two episodes have started to plant some really good seeds that it's going to feel like for me and you or fans of Halo. And, you know, I feel like the way they're building it now, even we talked about who's this show for, you know, the maybe the fans that they have hooked with those first episodes that we didn't like. I feel like the way they're building this, that can be an emotional moment for them, too, when John and Cortana actually you know, not become one, but you know what I'm talking like, you know what I'm talking about. It, it, it can be an yeah, emotional they start to moment. really rely on each other. Right. And it can be, a, it can be an emotional feel good moment for fans of the game. And maybe these casual fans that they have captured so far through the first six episodes. Because as of right now, he doesn't trust her. Um, right. He doesn't even like having her around. He basically tells her to piss off. Right. Um, first chance I get, I'm cutting you. As soon as I find yeah. out how you're gone. Yeah. So over these next you know few weeks, the final weeks of this season, um, I think what will be really important and, and we don't necessarily need it to get to like, you know, Mandalorian Grogu level of, of right. you know, affection for one another. But we we at least need to see a real start to him trusting her as a partner Um for us to really care about where that's going to develop. I, I kind of thought maybe we'd get a little bit of it during the battle where they start to really function as, as, as a unit, you know, hit her kind of looking over his shoulder and, and advising him of what's going on. Uh, you know, he doesn't just, he just doesn't trust her to that level yet, mm-hmm. largely because he knows that she's a product of Halsey and he knows he can't trust her. So she's going to have to basic Cortana is going to have to betray Halsey at some point in order for John to trust her. Right, exactly. Um, so I, I'll, I'll talk about this really quick because it doesn't take up really maybe seven seconds of screen time. Uh, we have been very vocal about the Quan subplot and how we don't like it. And <laughs> it's it's almost like I joked about this with a friend um, after episode five, even though she was in that. Um, and then I had heard that I had heard without spoilers that she wasn't really featured in this episode. Um, and I said, I know these episodes have already been recorded. You know, the, the show is already been set. It's been filmed and it's just streaming week to week. But I was like, it's almost like they have listened as the show has (laughs) gone on because you get nothing from her except for a vision from John. Um, in this episode. And again, it's the clip is like seven seconds long. Like she's there and boom, she's gone. And I really thought we'd get the whole way through without her, but no. Nope. Yeah, <laughs> right. And again, with, you know, having, I mean, we're, we got episode seven, episode eight and episode nine. It's boy, whatever you're going to do. I, I don't know where she goes from here. I, I really don't care. My only concern is if you're trying to actually make her something and we're only down to three episodes, I feel like it, like one of these episodes has to feature her pretty heavily in order to get whatever you're attempting to do um, done with her. So that that's my only concern that I have from this episode was thinking about it from a standpoint of how much time we have left. And it seemed like the writers did have something pretty like prominent for her we don't have a lot of time to flesh that out anymore. So one of these episodes to me seems like it's, it's got to focus on that story. Yeah. And I've kind of heard just um, 
mild spoilers, not really spoilers, but just hints that um, this coming week's episode is going to get us back to Madri- uh, I almost said Madripoor, uh, Madrigal, um, and it's going to maybe feature that a little bit heavily. So, you know, two weeks in a row, you and I both were pretty happy with what we got. We'll see if it continues next week. Um, I don't know. I, I'm into this show. I'm, I'm yeah. I'm happy about it. I, I just got a little bit of reservation. Like, I, I won't say this show really has earned credibility with me yet because I, if, through four weeks it was mostly garbage. Right. Um, so it doesn't. It hasn't earned my trust yet. But I'm. But I am still into it. Yeah. No. I think it's a pretty amazing thing that you know. Again, two episodes in a row. I am a fan of two episodes because again, I was not a fan of four. So the ratio is not yeah. great. Not good, but they, you know, they certainly have made some points from these last two episodes. Um, and speaking of a character that I'm going to be really interested to see what you think, not sure where they are and, and what actually is going on. What are your thoughts on geez? I I'm going to butcher her name again. Is it McKee? Do we pronounce it McKee, McKay, McKay? You know, I wasn't really sure through the first couple of weeks, but I heard her say McKee today, almost like okay. Anthony McKee is how I'm remembering it. All right. So uh, that's that's what I think it is. But yeah, I think you kind of alluded to it earlier. Have her motivations that she started with stayed the same? Um, it's I don't know the answer to that because I was sort of wondering that too, particularly as the, you know, as the artifact, you know, she... I, she John touches it. They kind of have like this, this weird thing. And I got to say it again, for as many things as I do like about this, there, there are things that I still don't like. I still don't really mm-hmm. like the supernatural elements of this that involve a lot of like the touching of the keystone and them kind of having like this dyad in the force that they share where they're kind of linked and then their heartbeats <laughs> linked up. <laughs> they do have and- a dyad. <laughs> They do like they even for they even force time each other at the end uh, when they're on the ring world at the end of the episode. Like, uh, okay, we've we've seen this and I didn't really like it the first time. Like, is John just going to like walk in like he just got out of the shower shirtless and she's just going to see him like put some clothes on? Like, like, is that what we're going to get next? Right now, I I will say again, like I'm I was confused by the end of the episode of like, okay where does she stand? Cause it felt like there was a little hesitation and a little bit of change in what she's there to do. But I mean, Rob, you said it. I, I was going to save it. So I just got to ask you wh- what about where they end up? Because I didn't think we were going to get any kind of glimpse, but I mean, they make it pretty clear they're on a halo ring. They they do, and it kind of almost seems smaller in scale than what I would have thought it was. Just just kind of looking at it, but um, you know, I think this was supposed to be the thing that got everybody like really worked up because they finally show us. It it, it may not be real. It might just be like a uh, an ayahuasca trip that they're sharing together, right? Um, it, but there's they're on a ring, and we have elements of the classic halo themes playing mm-hmm. over top of it it's not the actual chanting monks but it's it's elements of that theme that are heavily adapted for it um that are supposed to make us be like okay that's like that's not really how i wanted to see the ring world for the first time um but uh, does that mean we'll get it soon i i still don't think I'm still going to kind of stick with, we don't actually have master chiefs boots on a halo ring. Right. Right. This season. I I don't think that happens. No. And I, I think part of the reason why I'm okay with how they showed this is because I was like, okay, they're leaving it like ambiguous. Like, Oh, it, you know, cause like, when they first showed it, I was like, are they on halo right now? Like what's going on? I'm like, no, like that's just uh you know, it, it it's not, but then again, they, they make sure that you see the actual outline of the ring, but mm-hmm. again, it, it didn't feel, I feel like for what they have shown us when they've shown a battle and they've shown the actual elements of halo, um, warthogs and everything like that. I do feel like the first official touchdown 
the ring is going to see much more grand in scale. So I was okay with actually seeing a portrayal of the Halo ring because I feel like there is a there's a bigger gesture still to come to show the actual like scope and awe of this artifact. Well, and for all the missteps that they've had with some of the acting performances, some of the plot choices, some of the dialogue choices, is there really much you can say negative about the production design? Like, is there really much like I can't really, I mean, the, the costuming has been fantastic. Like the visuals have been fantastic. Um, The sets have been incredible. Um, like way more than I was expecting from the show. But then again, they spent $90 million on it. So right, know, they put it exactly. into something. But it's, yeah, the, um, like I said, the production design has been, I, I'm really excited to see if they keep the, that same group of people together when we finally do see the ring world, you know, when they're on it and we start coming across forerunner structures and we start getting deep inside this thing, you know, maybe even get to guilty spark. Like, those kinds of things I'm really excited to see how they present it. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I am super excited to see where we go with, a, again, a little hesitation just based on finishing up Quan's plot, but I, <laughs> I do give this show a lot of credit um, for, you know, making me a fan of even, two episodes yeah because it, di- it didn't look like that was going to happen i mean how many times have we seen anything like that where i mean there's other shows that you can think of that start slow like how many times have you recommended a show or somebody has recommended one to you where they're like look it starts slow like you got to give it like three right. or four episodes like like you got to give it two seasons like and then well, you'll be look when it. we look when we talked about wandavision you know wandavision started off really slow like you had episodes one and two back to back and we're like okay we're getting you know we're getting an idea we like it it's interesting you know episode episode three we were like i I think get on with it (laughs) right yeah when you me and harrison were talking about it we all said like okay you're you're okay i've given you the three episodes to establish your base you need to show me something now in episode four or this is going to get tedious and then boom they're they're going so you know even wandavision started off slow but it wasn't you know to me the first four episodes you know we talked about them like they were unenjoyable you you couldn't find enough in them to say like yeah i enjoyed it it was yeah no so uh for it to start you know for me for it to start off as bad as it did to, to have these two episodes where, again, you know, hey, I would rewatch these episodes. I think they're actually really good is is really impressive for me because, again, I was I was ready to just write this show off. So if you were going to describe this to somebody who is a fan of the games, maybe not necessarily like a super fan, but like a fan of the games, like what would you tell them about it? In all honesty, I, I'd be afraid I'd turn them off. So I'd be like, just get through episode five. Like, like yeah. I don't know how I like would describe I feel, it actually. Yeah. Like I feel like I would say, yeah, it's worth watching. Like this is worth signing up for Paramount plus four. At this point, you have to understand this isn't what you think it's going to be. This isn't what right. you necessarily think you want. You got to get through some stuff that you're like, all right, this kind of sucks. But once you get it going, you'll be glad that you stuck with it. I, I kind of feel like that's how I would describe it to somebody who had you know wasn't sure if they should check it out or not or like like hey rob you watch a lot of tv like uh i you know i really like the halo games i'm thinking about maybe watching the show but is it worth it because i've heard mixed things and by the way like i kind of said this before i don't really feel like this show has a lot of buzz online like it's not one of the shows that everybody is talking about in all of the same places that you normally find yeah like i don't see it trending no and and like you know, the, the different places on the interwebs that you and I find ourselves in, you know, they're the anything that has to do with the Mandalorian or the book of Boba Fett, like that was everywhere. People were talking about that. Right. When new stuff comes out for the MCU, people are talking about that. If it's a TV show or if it's a movie, like people are talking about it. DC, God bless them, whatever it is they're doing. Sometimes it's awful. And sometimes it's just absolutely some of the most compelling narrative fiction you can find. 
people are talking about that. There's really none of those places are talking about this show. And the places that you can find, the reactions are very mixed. There's people who say they're into it. And there's people who are like, yeah, I, I, I don't really know. I don't think I like right. this. And there's people who are just saying, I absolutely hate this. Like it's, it's such a mixed bag, but um, they've already said they're going to do a second season. And so far I'm feeling like I'm ready for a second season. And I couldn't have said that to you two weeks ago. Right. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like two weeks ago, I was starting to be like, Hey Matt, next time I suggest something, tell me to shut the hell up because my ideas <laughs> suck. <laughs> like, Cause I was like, Hey, let's do halo. You're like, sure. Let's do it. And I'm like, Oh man, I'm sort of regretting that now. Right. And for God's sakes, I, su- I suggested we do daredevil. So for you to be that, part, <laughs> you know, that is true for you, for you to be that down on yourself. That shows you how bad it was. <laughs> Yeah. And and Batman and Robin. Right. Exactly. So, you know, uh, what else, what else do you have? Anything else that you want to really like discuss about this episode? Cause you said you had a couple things that you weren't a fan of, but I'm not sure what else you have. um, So minor complaint. Yeah. So minor complaint. We've talked about this in previous weeks, but it seems like Miranda Keys has 47 jobs. Well, she just got another new job. But on top of that, it seems like the Master Chief has at least 27 jobs of his own. So he's not just a super soldier. Now he's also like he, he interrogates prisoners like that's he also does. Like, why? First of all, he doesn't have any emotional capacity, at least that they're aware of. Like previous to this, he didn't have any emotional capacity. So why would you allow him to to like debrief prisoners or or any of that? Like it just I don't know. It's and not I don't it's I not. Don't, I don't know how that would like because I think they tried to explain it by like why he's interrogated people before and he knows when someone is like lying, like whether or not they're a spy. And I'm like, well, how? Like, because to me, his his inhibitor chip wouldn't help with that because that just cuts him off from everything. So how would you tell? Like, I don't know. Like, I, I'm not sure how that would make him a good interrogator. Maybe I'm just completely yeah. missing something. Um, but yeah, I was I like, that wait. part was a little weak. I was the like, explanation wait, what? Was weak. <laughs> Yeah. And it's not, I won't necessarily call it lazy screenwriting. I just think it's like uninspired screenwriting is right. kind of what led us to that. Like, I think there's like two other pieces of dialogue that could have made that make a lot more sense for me. And, and they let him go in there after he nearly murdered an important scientist and a high ranking member of the UNSC. Like, like yeah. they just sent him in. Oh, you almost killed Halsey. Ah, that's all right. Go talk to the prisoner. I, I guess that would be, if I did have a small complaint, um, or just like a complaint, it would be that I thought maybe there might have been a little bit more repercussion for Master Chief because they allude to it like he said like, oh, to save, you know, one, one, whatever, or like one, three, one, uh, the Spartan number. And he's like, the you know, the other guy's like, hey, the mission, like he knows the mission comes first. I thought maybe there would have been a little bit more consequence for him abandoning the mission and like going against his training. Cause you know, again, they talk about it. Like this is twice now that he's done, you know, that he's done this. And now you have another Spartan that's obeying things. And you know, what about the program? And it's like, all right, well, yeah, yeah. Mentioned that there might be some consequence, but mm, nothing. Yeah. Like you just, you let him roam free. Yeah. It, it, it kind of, I don't know. It, it feels like we could have used a little bit more there to to make that make more sense. And I don't think it really would have required much. Um, so he so he's interviewing McKee there and he says, tell me why I should trust you. And she responds, because I'm like you. No, oh, that yeah, doesn't really answer the question. That's it. That was just kind of dumb. Uh, so uh, uh, like, yeah, that would be like me being like, hey, Rob, uh, take this stick and poke yourself <laughs> in the eye with it. Well, why would I do that? Yeah. Well, we're both human beings. Trust me. Like, <laughs> yeah, just come with me on that. Yeah. <laughs> right. It, yeah. It really didn't answer the question. And I actually, I don't know. I kind of thought she played that scene very well overall, but um, so that, that just didn't really sit right with me. The, I'll tell you the one thing we haven't talked about yet that I think could actually be a really compelling uh, plot thread moving forward. It sounds like Kai and John are both, very interested in the idea of finding out the truth about their parents and possibly finding out if they're still alive um, and getting to them. 
and and right. letting them know that they are still alive. That seemed like something they are setting up for the future. And I'll tell you, the way they set that up, um, I'm really interested to see where that goes. I, I think that could be really cool because if like and and look, would you put it past Halsey to actually have had the the, the parents executed or killed off or like you right. know hit by a drunk warthog driver or something like that? Like you could see her doing that to like cover her tracks and like she erase gave a, trail. Her a lobotomy. Probably, yeah. Like, and use their parts to like create flash clones out of somebody else. Like, <laughs> I, I, and them having to deal with whatever that is, I think that could be really interesting. Yeah, I could see, like, I could honestly, like you said, flash cloning. Like, I could see her lobotomizing their actual parents, flash cloning, and like programming them to be like, yeah, like, we gave you up. Like, this is yeah. like this, like this was bigger than us keeping our child. Like this was going to save lives. Like I could totally see how, like that being something where it's just like, yeah, I, re- I programmed your parents. Like, Yeah. Oh, John, you're the master chief. We're so proud of you. Okay. Better get back to kicking space ass. Like, right. Exactly. <laughs> so I think that could be really interesting, but those, uh, yeah, I, I think that, um, as far as the things that were set up this week, I, there's a there's there's things moving in the right direction you know there's the series in general feels like it's moving in a direction that i wasn't sure it was going to go in it's it's certainly it's back on track whatever analogy you want to use you know if you know if for some reason a a listener right now is huge into golf like it's but you're not in the tall grass like this show is back on the fairway It, it certainly has course corrected itself for me over these last two episodes yeah So So we have a lot left, uh, three weeks and a a lot left for them to show us. Um, I, I gotta say, yeah, like, um, I'm very interested. Um, I, there's still been some missteps. There's still some things that I haven't loved, but even Miranda, you know, I haven't really been a huge fan of hers. Um, last week I liked a lot more of it this week. I continue to like more of what we're seeing with her. Um, I don't care about anything with the council really. It, It hasn't worked for me. Um, but yeah, it's I, I feel very differently about this show today. Yeah, hundred percent. So why don't we move over to our roll credits and talk about what our rating is for this episode and, and any final thoughts? So Rob, I'll let you I'll let you go first on that one. Yeah. So um, as far as an actual reels rating. Um, I'm going to give it four and a quarter. You know, there's, there's a lot of things I'm very compelled with. Like we've talked about, then there's some things that I just still are not working for me all the way. There's still things that aren't perfect, but um, yeah, four and a quarter reels. Yeah. I I've got mine at four and a half. Um, Again, much for me, much better performances from the lead characters, actual um, emotional scenes that dragged me into them and made me care about the interactions uh, of what was happening and what could potentially, you know, happen to these characters. I I feel like they did a a great job uh, following up and really presenting these people in a much better light than they did uh, through the first four episodes. So definitely a four and a half for me here, which again, it's, it actually just feels good to talk, positively uh, about this show because it was yeah. it, it it was heavy getting through those first four episodes it it felt it, it did it brought me no joy to talk about how much i disliked most of what we got in the first four weeks like it's you know we had kind of mentioned it but like if we're going to talk about daredevil like we know what we're getting into with daredevil like there's just <laughs> throw the popcorn in your face because man are we going to tear this thing to shreds um you know like Batman and Robin that we talked about not that long ago. Like that was like, okay, it's not supposed to be a good movie. Um, Before that, we talked about Matrix Resurrections. It brought me no joy to dislike that movie. No, Um, it really didn't. And in the first four weeks of this, it brought me no joy at all to not have fun watching Halo. Um, And yeah, it's um, I have optimism. Yeah, it was like getting my braces off when I was a kid and being able to chew gum again. I was just so happy. I, I was so happy. <laughs> I don't ask for much. I just want like a cohesive plot. You know, I want, I want characters I care about. I want plots. I, I care about like just, I don't, I don't need much. I'm a simple guy. 
Yeah, exactly. So, all right, another another episode in the books for Halo. But before we go, let's talk about some of the stuff that is coming up. And I'll go first because it's actually a really busy week uh, that, that I've got going. Um, this is, you know, it, so we're recording on a Sunday here, Rob. We're we're talking about this. We're finishing up this episode. It's Sunday. Um, Monday, this episode will be posted for listeners. Along with that, uh, I'll also be recording an episode for Sonic 2 uh, with my son, Brandon. We're going to finally sit down and discuss that. And then Friday, we will turn right around and we will discuss Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, we have tickets for 950 on Thursday. Apparently, there are spoilers going wild. Um, I am avoiding things at all costs. Um, so, but yeah, a, a couple things going on this week. And then, you know, as soon as we record, uh, Brandon and I record Dr. Strange, you know, the next day you and I will be recording episode seven of halo and starting to move on very quickly to the Jurassic park series. So there's a lot going on. Yeah. So if you have the long commute to work, if you, uh, like to be on a treadmill and have something to listen to outside of just music while you're doing your thing. If, uh, if you like podcasts while you're cleaning the house, walking the dog, uh, there will be plenty of content on Matt goes to the movies to keep you, uh, keep you listening to something. Uh, hopefully you find compelling. Uh, certainly we hope so. And, uh, for listeners who have uh, subscribed to the show, thank you for listeners who are part of the Facebook group. Uh, thank you. Absolutely. We love the interaction. Um, make sure that you email the show. M, uh, mgttm podcast at gmail.com while you're at it head over to podchaser.com it takes like literal seconds to leave a review of the show you can do individual episodes or review the show as a whole uh they just finished up their reviews for good campaign they do it every april uh, so you just missed out on an opportunity to do that but podchaser is still a great place to leave feedback that everybody can see regardless of the platform that you choose to download because you can get podcasts anywhere you can you can get podcasts from podchaser you can get it from itunes uh you can get it from pretty you, know, you can get it from pandora you can get it from pretty much anywhere you can imagine um and sometimes it's hard for everybody to see reviews left from one platform to another so podchaser is a phenomenal place to uh, aggregate those and keep them in one place so that anybody can see it uh, it will take you literal seconds to leave a review out of five stars and you can also leave a comment on individual episodes as well uh, so make sure you do that because it uh, it actually means a lot and it's greatly appreciated when somebody does yeah, hundred percent. Thank you guys so much for listening. And you know, again, a lot of stuff coming down and still working on Rob. I know we're gonna, with everything going on with Jurassic park, we're still going to get into finding time to get together and get through the incredible masterpieces known as the resident <laughs> evil movies uh, and doing our video reactions <laughs> to those. You said so. get through and get through it. And that is what we will do. We will get through it <laughs> yeah so lots coming um thank you guys so much for listening until next time we will catch you very soon at matt goes to the movies